2: This is Jimmy Lowe. Check out my new album, Dance, featuring like this.
0: We're gonna get down low like this. We're gonna get down low like this. Then we'll get high like this. Illusion. So abracadabra. I see through the illusion cause there's nothing there at all. And slow dance. Down it's the slow dance.
1: Baby, it's the slow dance.
2: You can download or stream the album wherever you get your music from. This is a Lip Media Podcast. We acknowledge the traditional owners of the land on which we are recording. We pay our respects to elders past and present and the Aboriginal elders of other communities who may be listening today.
1: So guys, let's get intimate. Yes. <laughs> Intimacy is the emotional connection that you share with another individual. Do you guys know what that's like? I've heard. Webster's Dictionary <laughs> um, Like you guys, I don't think have, been like in a serious relationship for a while not no. that I know of that you guys have spoken of so I'd be interested to hear like if you guys think that you can be intimate with shorter term partners yeah. <laughs> it's an interesting um, question yeah. and yeah and, and how and how you choose to do that I, I know myself I'm really quite physical like I really like to hug people and hold hands mm. and it, it can be quite restricting being gay with mm. that as well I know being public, yeah. yeah, being in public I know I've definitely had a problem with that mm. still not flawed it anywhere it's definitely something important we'll get you there yeah yeah. yeah yeah so there's all different types of intimacy you can mm. be intellectually intimate with people be just being I the same, can't. Same, same <laughs> like you, you're, you're you're a little tougher yeah i i really love to laugh with people like yeah. it's a big thing for me like i have to be able to have a good time with someone yeah. um like i have a problem of like queuing up like funny youtube videos mm. with people i like and i just choose to like i just want to see them smile and laugh and yeah that's a way of being intimate with you, than yeah. I do. You do sort of, I guess, intimacy um, can be
2: you, you, the way you're describing it is very much opening yourself
1: up yeah, to the person and showing your, yeah, your, your you
2: personality connect. and your soul to that person, yeah. Is, and is, it not yeah. not everyone is the same, like mm. so.
1: A lot of people aren't huggers, like mm. you don't like to be touched, but mm. you can feel intimate through other ways.
2: Yeah, I mean, I love intimacy. I, I the way I always think of intimacy versus non-intimate yeah. sexual encounters is that, mm-hmm. and, and I don't think there's anything wrong with it either. Yeah, because be sometimes sexually sex can be yeah. fucking hot without intimacy. Yeah. And it's more of a physical, passionate mm-hmm. thing, usually like more hot, of a hookup thing. thing. Yeah. And often like a one nighter or something like mm-hmm. that can be or it could still be a regular person. Yeah. And there's no I don't think there's anything wrong. I think there's almost stigma around not yeah. like enjoying sex if it's not intimate. But there is something very beautiful about intimate connections with people, yeah. which doesn't have to be sex, but often is. Yeah. And I think you can have it. Like, I've had some beautiful weekends yeah. where, you know, you think you're just going for a quick hookup and you end up spending three nights yeah. together and you have this, you know, someone's, mm. you know, you're on a holiday or something and you like you said, sit there watching videos <laughs> yeah. and hanging out naked is like a beautiful intimate yeah. thing. That, that's N- not something for that I'm, me.
1: I'm like a never nude. Oh, <laughs> like, see, <that's, laughs>
2: I'm, I hate being naked around people, but if yeah. I can be comfortably naked around someone, then I feel that's like I've a, become truly intimate thing. with mm. someone. Yeah.
3: Yeah. It honestly wasn't until I started seriously dating and mm-hmm. had like a few three, four year relationships that I realized I had a serious issue with intimacy. Mm-hmm. So I always thought I was a pretty open book and was relatively physical with my friends and like yeah. people that I felt comfortable with. And it wasn't until I was dating and in my first serious relationship that my boyfriend at the time said, oh, you actually really don't like being touched mm-hmm. and you really don't like yeah. touching And I said, like, no, I I like touching fine. I like (laughs) touching a (laughs) a normal amount. (laughs) But I realized as that continued into my next relationship and the one after, my level of, like, comfortable physical intimacy is much lower than other people's. And uh, I think that stemmed from requiring a level of control Mm. over my outward appearance and how I was perceived because I was a little gay brown kid mm. yeah. in a sea of a lot of white mm. that I learned from a very young age, you've got mm. to control this, you've got to keep everything under wraps, you've got to keep yeah. everything right where it needs to be so mm-hmm. people do not fucking see you mm. and they do not spot you or yeah. clock you in a crowd. And now 30 years later, that means if a partner's like gently caressing my hand or something, I swat it the yeah, fuck right. away yeah. and yeah. say, stop that, mm. don't do it. Hate massages. Oh uh, no, I'm I, very tense for massage. I can I can yeah. give great massages. Mm. I can't receive them. I <laughs> I give massages, massages yeah. fine. Getting them hate it. Holding yeah. hands hate it. Uh, public yeah. displays of affection hate it. Mm. Even walking. Do you feel as <laughs> you gotten older, you become
2: walking. more adverse to opening up to intimacy?
0: Yes, like mm. I,
3: I I'm constantly pushing myself and going. A lot of these things stem from when you're 13 yeah. years old. You mm. don't need it anymore. Mm. You don't need that level of protection. No one's going to take your lunch money yeah. you're an adult yeah. so I do constantly try but I have found that like Carl said there are other ways for me to be intimate with people mm. and I think that is engaging in like some sort of conversation Mm. and some sort of dialogue with someone and a emotional intimacy yeah is much more comfortable for me than a physical and yeah Yeah. you can still fuck me like a dog (laughs) Yeah, like that's an important thing isn't there like I mean Mm.
2: we all love intense hot sex and I think to be truly intimate with someone you have Mm. to be able to have that passionate hot sex stuff but then also be able to comfortably Mm. just hang out and and not be you know I think true intimacy is when you can hang out and not say anything for two hours yeah I was going to say comfortable silence I think that's a big thing to just be In someone's space. I would say the most intimate relationship I've ever had was my last proper boyfriend Sammy which was several years ago yeah. but um, we I think had proper intellectual and physical yeah. intimacy which where really you know you, where you just sort of both reach for each other's hands at the same time because you know yeah. it's the right time to be reaching for each other's yeah. hands or you both you're so in tune. You, you, yeah. your body sort of you know how the, each other likes to sleep and that sort of thing mm-hmm. so you know when the person's to getting shift, hot and yeah. that sort of thing and when to shift and when to get out of the way oh. and when they're going to be cranky in the mornings or, or you know even mm. predicting when they're going to need a nice meal because they're going to have had a shit day at work yeah. and that sort of stuff the most intimate moment I can ever think of having is um so this is probably like really like it's probably gonna be psychologists listening to this going, Oh Tom, you uh-huh. need to see someone. maybe you can help. <laughs> yeah. Since high school, whenever I've had gotten really bad yeah. anxiety or, or feeling really depressed, uh-huh. for some reason I discovered that if I get in the shower with a big beach towel and put it over my head and sit on the ground. This sounds I know this sounds really crazy. <laughs> okay. But it's something that what, with that the shower do, on? With the shower running. So it's pretty like pretty so it's like, like, like 10. Yeah.
3: I'm pretty certain the Chinese do that together. Where- like
2: drip torch <laughs> like, is that like waterboarding <laughs> no, in cold water with warm water oh. it's really nice um, I don't so know. it's like what the pressure on you I don't know You put so basically you put the towel over your head sit on the yeah. ground create like a tent around you yeah. and the hot water it sort of sounds almost like rain on a tin roof uh-huh. it's very warm it's very oh. dark it's almost like sensory deprivation I think because it's mm. very dark It's your whole body is warm yeah. And there's no
3: sound it's like you invented for the those Gravity, flotations
1: Exactly, there like I those invented that you
2: get sealed in. <laughs> anyway, for some reason, for a very long time, yeah. that's what I've done when it's I'm feeling great. really.
1: I did read a fact recently that like single people, I think like long hot showers more because right. it's like the pressure and warmth of like it feels like another person. just yeah, so Stay in them longer. Yeah. So maybe there's something to
2: do with that. I, and it's really interesting. I always find that like during a comedy festival yeah. or something when I've got lots of shows and what I have to, do, or if I'm going through some emotional shit, I find myself doing that a lot more often. Mm-hmm. And then it won't. I won't need to do it for several months sometimes but sometimes it'll be like every day Anyway, I was telling my partner about this, and he's like, oh, "I want to join you. I want to mm. do that with you. Oh, this wow. is like a personal so they, thing that you that do. That I want to do then. it." Yeah. Well, i never told anyone at yeah. that point. In fact, I've told very few people because it's kind of a crazy thing to tell yeah. people. Now you But I now I told <laughs> But um, I told my partner about it, and he said, "I want to join you for it." And I was like, "I don't really know because like this is something it's I've like been doing since place. I was like yeah. 13 years old, and it's just this weird thing that I do that I've never told anyone that I do." Mm. And then after a couple months, I was like, "I feel like I need to have one of these showers. You can come in with me if you like." And we sat in there for like 40. This is during water restrictions too, so this is really I was bad. I to say, you're going to get in <laughs> trouble. But we sat in there for 40 minutes under this towel together, didn't say a word, and yeah. just had this really- That was probably like the most intense, intimate moment. It wasn't like wow. sex, we went fucking, we went hard or anything like that. We were just naked, under this towel, in the dark, with this rain. Just in listening this, to this rain. And in this frame of mind that I'd only ever done by myself and was such like a safe space for me- having my partner there it was something yeah i
1: don't know really special and I feel like that that would be like a form of meditation for yeah, sure. yeah, like, yeah yeah so you would just be like in a space but but having yeah feeling comfortable enough to open to someone that kind of yeah. wall. I i think that's really kind of beautiful yeah i, w- I was going to ask like can you guys think of any common factors that kind of prevent certain kinds of intimacy with you i know for myself I definitely it's like kind of my own body image and how I look mm. has definitely and still does prevent me being sexually intimate with people because, mm-hmm. like, I don't want to be seen and yeah. So it does kind of shut me off at times. Yeah, yeah. And in the past, just because I'm like, I could, I can't even better look myself. Yeah, Let, sex like, can the put thought you in some real yeah. like
3: ugly positions too your like self-worth can be really good and then someone's fucking you and they lift you in a really weird way or you just you get like uh, a corner you get a corner mirror and you see like your body
1: from an angle you've never seen it from before and it just fucks up your day
2: yeah Yeah. I think it's interesting definitely my self-image is is one element of it but more so the difference between whether I become intimate with someone or just have sex with somebody Mm -hmm. is probably more to do with their personality like I can be physically attracted to somebody and you know if they're an asshole I'm not going to have sex with them but sometimes you can sort of be attracted to somebody but know that it's it's not someone that you're gonna bear your soul to. Yeah. And you're not gonna start that. And you can definitely you can you definitely can like hate fuck them. people. <laughs> like, oh Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I hopefully not always hate fucking someone yeah, no. every time I don't But open I mean my like in, in,
1: in, in the past I've definitely had sexual partners who it's been really good sex, but I'm just like, you are such a piece of I shit. I <laughs> Oh <Yeah>. my god. <laughs> Kyle, I think we need to get you to a therapist. Um, yeah, actually no, we need to get you in a tower <laughs> Sorry, with a shower. This is my after hours time where I get <laughs> to express myself, okay, and I'm safe from my mom because she's too cheap for the after She's not paying,
3: yeah. I feel like sometimes on medication it depends yeah. where on the like scale of the uppers and downers up. I am uh-huh. can like be. A- <laughs> I'm serious. Oh boy. Sometimes that can be a barrier. Mm-hmm. But
2: it- what I was saying to you before about as you've gotten older, do you yeah. feel like you're opening yourself up less? Is an interest. The, the reason I'm interested in it is because I've noticed it in myself, and I think it's actually from opening myself up, and then it's it led to a dead end. And mm. so the more that that happens, the less likely I am to start that process of opening up and becoming intimate with somebody because I'm yeah. worried about it not going well.
3: Yeah. Mm. Totally. I think once burnt, twice shy. Is that is that a did I get a saying? Yeah, that's correct. Mm -hmm. Definitely happens with emotional vulnerability. Mm -hmm. It is something that I think we grow up hiding a lot of our true feelings and emotions because intrinsically we just have to because of the way the world is. (laughs) That it feels like a much bigger deal i I think the younger generation are a bit better at it Mm. to be honest i Mm. think you and i tom are in the question mark (laughs) (laughs) area (laughs) where it it does feel like a big deal because you've spent so long Mm. not being true about how you feel um and those first few relationships are so magical because you are finally expressing a lot of things you haven't for a very long time Mm -hmm. for the relationship to fizzle out or be a dud is kind of a bit of a stinker yeah, and yeah Tom and I are a bit older Mm -hmm. than you Kyle and and we've had a few goes around the rodeo for me I don't feel like it's hindered me being more intimate emotionally with people it's just I try to find a Shortcut to it or a fast Mm, track to it, really quickly to be like, is this a real thing? It makes me sound a bit crazy dating me because I'll be like, yeah, here's a bunch of baggage, here's like chest waters, like really shit stuff about me, Mm. you know, here's all the physical stuff as well. And is this real or not? Because, yeah, take it or leave it, there you go. Is this your way of asking me on a date loop? The day will come. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Stay tuned for that. Episode. I'm ready. I'm ready. I have exhausted all other options. Yeah, you just let me know when you get to rock bottom. <laughs> the we'll ten percent has got down to the four percent. Shower with a towel with
1: me. Ah, oh, that's beautiful. And I'll ask
3: you about China. Wow, what a enlightening oh. insight into Carl's sex life that I never yeah. knew I wanted. Yeah, um, never does. Thanks everyone for joining us for our after show and subscribing yeah. to our Patreon. Yes, thank you, you we make,
1: appreciate it we love you
3: make this show possible and make our live shows and everything that we do possible so yeah. we do uh, and we'll be announcing
2: some a live show soon. next week we're <laughs> yeah. announcing our a, a a, a first branch of a tour
1: yeah totally where it. in the world is <laughs> <laughs> Carmen Diego, and yeah. the days
2: are revolting where will we be we're basically just building up Luke's profile so we can get onto RuPaul Drag Race Australia. Yes. Yeah. Oh my
3: gosh. I actually think the only hindrance to me being on Drag Race is the drag. Yeah. Oh my
1: gosh. Otherwise, <laughs> <it would be laughs> can we, can the we perfect just aspire contestant? to be guest judges like on an episode of Australia? Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah that would be amazing. Yeah.
3: I think the only thing Drag Race needs is two people that don't do drag <laughs> <judging> <laughs> drag queens on that's how well they do drag we'll be back next week with more exciting yes. topics <laughs> yeah. uh, less Kyle, less Mikey but more Tom and Luke so. yes. <laughs> and we have a Sorry. very exciting guest
2: which I'm so pumped about Ooh.
3: I don't even know it's anyway, that's bye. it bye, that's, bye. That's, bye. bye.
1: And so we're back with Ro for the after show. So now the political topic at the forefront of everyone's mind is the federal government's plans to introduce a Religious Discrimination Act. Phyllis is not across where we're currently sitting in this fight. Can you catch us up to speed?
4: Well, the federal government uh, has been threatening for some time and it's come out, which is a draft religious freedom bill. Uh, it's not great, it's yeah. not great, and there's some clauses in the draft. I want to emphasise the attorney, it is a draft bill, mm-hmm. but at the moment uh, there are certain things in there that would be a bit alarming, and things that potentially could override yeah. uh, state laws, mm. uh, particularly Tasmania's anti-discrimination law, which is the best in best in Australia. So that's, um, that's very scary. Mm. Uh, I think it would allow, at the moment as I read it, it would allow somebody outside working hours to... If you mm. Take the Israel Folau case. Mm. Uh, outside working hours, he did a tweet. It was within, not within his contract, and yeah. um, you know he lost his job. This new bill would say that would be unlawful for any company to. of a certain size to do that or mm, put that yeah. in a contract, and so somebody could do that. Now, there's all sorts of captions around that, that if it's a religious view or belief that doesn't incite hatred or mm. is is said with malice. Yeah. I can just imagine the number of court cases where we'll decide what's with malice and what's not with oh, malice, yeah. you know, so it'll be really hard. Mm. You know, there's a whole lot of religious doctrine around in, in the old days about, you know, rape being acceptable. and yeah. Yeah. So they're saying, no, anything that's not within the law. Is not acceptable. You can't say that's okay. But you could potentially say conversion practice may be, right. but then but we have enough evidence to say that's a very harmful practice. Yeah. yeah. There's another sort of clause around exemptions for people that don't want to provide services, like yeah. a pharmacist. So yeah. does that mean a pharmacist can Refuse on religious grounds to not give hormones to a trans yeah. person, like or it's PrEP a case or, or like prep, that. Or oh, which is a case in uh, Western Australia a situation going on there right now. I think it, what the bill does for me. Sorry,
2: I'm not aware of that case. That's a case where someone's been prescribed someone's been
4: hormones, refused. and then the, yeah. the chemist has. So you know the old cake, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone yeah. knows the cake, the cake, cake. Yeah. The cake, cake. Yeah. Which, can I just say, just clarity. There was no baker in Australia. That was an American baker. Yeah, no, yeah. Let's just use this hypothetical baker in Australia. They're still going to be made to bake the cake, Mm -hmm. Mm. all right? So it's not as bad. It's still bad, but they still have to make the cake. But they may be able to give you the cake for your wedding and go, here's your cake. I had to make it. I don't believe that you should be able to get married. Have a nice day. Oh, God. You know, and Mm. that might be okay. Okay. Yeah, right. So, they have to bake the cake, but yeah. they can tell you that they, you know, their, their religious beliefs made, you know, the, the law made them, but if it was up to their religious they still, beliefs, they wouldn't have done it. Yeah. They wouldn't, yeah. you know, right. and how would you know? Yeah. Until you, till they give you the cake, you yeah. know, have a lovely wedding, have a lovely, like, really? Yeah. Mm. So, all those things are untested. Like all the gays
2: are doing fruit cakes. So. <laughs> <laughs> Can't have carbs. Oh, yeah, no, no, no.
4: But what do you, well, you know, those things are problematic, but I think what's more problematic than the bill, and this is controversial, but what's even more problematic than the bill is is the authorizing environment that it may send, mm-hmm. right? Because it is so complex. People will go, well, I've just got a right now.
2: Yes. I don't yeah.
4: understand my rights completely, yeah. but I believe yeah. that this bill this gives me the right I want. I want. Yeah. to do whatever I want until someone tells me I'm not. And in fact, a manager in a workplace won't know either. Yeah. So they may not feel they can Challenges. challenge challenge yeah. somebody's, right. you know. Like you could potentially, Carl, you could send me an email at 8.45 every day in my <laughs> workplace as my yeah. colleague and go, Hi, Ro, This is your daily reminder that I'm yeah. praying for you because you know <laughs> I think you're broken. Um, have Oof. a nice day. Yeah. you could send me that every day, and maybe you know as long as you're not
2: getting you're not on the clock.
4: And I didn't say it with malice. Yeah, yeah. I, it's a bit untested about whether yeah. it's a work computer and whether yeah, but it, that continuous email every day. Mm. What would happen with that? that yeah. Mm. So it's it's. Yeah, I think people need to really get their heads around it. You know, and because we won't know yeah until a case happens and it's actually tested. Mm-hmm in a court, whether whose rights trump the other. The other, yeah. yeah. Is your right to be safe in the workplace or your religious belief? Wow. And what's a religious belief and what's culture and doctrine? And, yeah. You know, it's going it to be interesting. And of course, there's a spectrum. Going deep. There's a spectrum. So just take Christianity. Yeah. There are so many versions of you know, a very fundamentalist mm. Christian versus a liberation theologian, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, and everything in between about what they may believe. Mm. So, whose Christian religion trumps mm. each other? It's it's tricky. It's
2: interesting. Wow. I, look, my personal hope is that I feel like we really, um, as a community, galvanised during the the marriage equality postal survey mm-hmm. in a way that we hadn't since the AIDS crisis, and I hope that that spirit of looking out for each other and uh, fighting for our rights mm. continues through this bill which i think is completely ridiculous. I hope mm. that we all do stick together and, and continue to fight it.
4: There's a fair bit of fatigue.
2: There is a lot of mm. fatigue. I have and to be so honest that I have not been as invested in this as that's I what I'm should be, but I'm seeing. i hope So wake up all, folks. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I am sorry I to I say, go sorry to say but
4: <laughs> you know, you need to be trolling those Facebook yeah. pages like yeah. you did yeah. on the Postal Survey mm-hmm. and, yeah. and getting your heads around it and telling your friends that this is this, we need to watch yeah. for this. Because, you know, we don't want why we're all sleeping at the wheel for this bill to get up. It's unchallenged, I think, would be problematic.
2: So what can we be doing? Like what what sort of stuff can the everyday sort of queer person on the streets be doing at the moment?
4: I think, Tom, sign on to Equality Australia. They're giving Mm. regular updates out of Equality Australia. They're easy to find on Facebook and all the Mm -hmm. the different devices. And they're doing surveys, there's petitions. But really read it and try and understand it at at the best level and, and read the commentary you know, in some of the good papers, yeah. about what is what it might actually mean. We will need to hit the streets. It's going. Mm. We're going to need yeah. to do the rallies. We have to wake up a whole of Australia who are exhausted. Mm. Mainstream allies are just like, oh, God, you know, you got marriage equality, aren't you? Over, you know, yeah. like, what is this? like? Because the average person in the street, you know, me included, religious freedom, yep, that sounds okay. Yeah. They've got a right to say what they think. That's yeah. okay. But it's the actual detail. The nitty-gritty. Uh, you know, pardon the pun, the devil's in the mm. detail. And we have to make sure that people understand that it's not just about people being able to say what they believe; it's the impact that it has on others.
2: Do you think that this whole bill is a kickback or a retaliation from the Marriage Equality Postal oh. Survey? Do you think if if the if it had come back as a no, we'd be having this discussion about this religious freedoms bill?
4: Well, that I that I can't say much about, but I do know that during the postal survey, this was a promise Mm. that was given uh, that religious freedom generally would be reviewed. So, Mm. you know, we knew this was coming. No one can say, we were just happy to take the win at the time. Yeah, And, uh, you know, we're going to need to fire up again. But we knew this was coming. It was certainly discussed during the postal survey. Mm.
2: Now, you mentioned Israel Flower briefly uh, a second ago. He's sort of become the poster boy very much oh God, for this yeah. uh, this whole bill. Um, and his case has obviously been a major driver for the government to push this legislation through. Are you surprised at how huge his story became in the media and that he's been used almost as a mascot for this bill?
4: I don't think I'm really surprised mm. because, you know, sport has such a platform mm. in Australia. So, you know, when we're talking about an AFL player coming out or, you know, that would be so newsworthy. So... Mm. People say horrific things about homosexuality on Twitter all the time. Mm. It's it's because he had such a you know, a high paying front Well, he represented yeah, elite, yeah, yeah. an elite elite sport. So I'm not surprised. Uh what's interesting is is the, the commentary and I think initially people go, Oh, well, you know, maybe he's got the right to say that. I don't believe what he says, but yeah. when you actually dive down into that particular religion or sect or you know, they've got some very strange Beliefs, so people are stepping away from him personally mm-hmm. about some of some of his beliefs. But I think you know I feel really sorry for him actually because okay. I'm not sure he wanted to be.
2: I've got to say it's the first time anyone on this podcast has ever said that. just <laughs> <yeah, laughs> well, interested to hear why.
4: <laughs> well, you know this. It's a you know he's he's part of a family. Yeah. And it's his father's church, mm. and you know it probably I don't know. It's I'm like sure ingrained. it's what he believes, yeah. but you know, did he imagine it was going to be? He was going to be the poster boy. you got to remember, only was it how many years ago he was on the front cover of Star, of Star
2: Observer? Yeah. yeah. Supporting
4: homosexuality mm. and uh, to the charges. But I side. mean,
2: you can only feel sorry for him to a limit because uh, to he, a he limit. put it up. Yeah, and
4: definitely to a limit. limit. He was warned
2: and he yeah. gave yeah. the opportunity to remove it. Yeah, he warned so to. many times. Yeah.
4: yeah, yeah. Well, you know. That's and
2: nice. he does seem to have been jumping on board with the opportunity to
4: yeah, continue yeah and promoting. raise money yeah, and, and try and
1: yeah. raise money yeah. Yeah, yeah
4: yeah yeah no there's there's a but there's there's a limit to my yeah uh, you know sadness about you're him. a good person I think, <laughs> <because> <laughs> but, that's, that
2: says more about you than about him I think yeah, <laughs>
4: okay. well, you now, know I mean there's always I I think people who are you know what you see is people most of the time people who have a conservative view. Mm become more liberated yes. you very rarely see liberated people become conservative very, yeah. True, yeah. very you know so I, my fundamental belief is everybody has the ability to change mm. everybody mm. can become more aware and you know if they if they meet somebody if they have a personal experience if they understand the, the impact they're having the dangerous impact they're having and their negative beliefs so you know there's people who will never change but there's a you know vast number of, of people that I think we can have an impact on a positive impact mm. on Otherwise, I couldn't do this. Yeah yeah. True, yeah, yeah. Fair enough.
2: Uh, now, the Morrison government credited the silent majority for winning the election earlier this year. Do you believe in that theory? And do you think that the silent majority exists in Australia? I, it I seems don't. like such an oxymoron no, to me. No, look,
4: but- I, don't, I don't believe. I mean, I don't know about silent. I think the community is very loud when it wants to be. Yeah. And it can be woken up. Uh, I, as I said earlier, I think communities, our community's got fatigue. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think there's, there's a group of people that just, there's so many issues you know, LGBTI is one, you know, environment, you know, all these other issues. I think, um, you know, it's 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 a very busy space. Mm. You know, I don't know if they're being silent or they're just – we're not engaging them. Unless they know someone, unless it impacts them personally, I don't think people really will worry mm. about this bill mm. or – it took a lot to engage Australia in the postal survey. Yeah. A lot of time, effort and resources to do that. So. No, I don't believe in a silent Australia. You mm. know, there's people who just don't care. Mm. But yeah. uh, I don't think most people are silent. I think they, they'll tell you what they think. Like, well, they tell Definitely. me what they yeah. think. <laughs> <laughs> That's all you yeah. yeah. Well,
2: thank you so much uh, for joining you. us for the After Show Row. Again, you've just been an absolute treat to, to chat with and hopefully we'll have you back on very soon. Yeah. Please. Yeah, Please. lovely. <laughs> <Come> <laughs> Bye. Bye.
1: <laughs>